Welcome back guys on a new episode of season 2 of Deathblow Podcast. Subscribe, like and share and follow me even on Spotify, Deathblow Podcast. I am even on other platforms like Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. Check it out. For suggestions of thoughts I am on Instagram and Facebook and I have even an email where you could write if you don't have social media. Did you like the last video? What do you think about it? Feel free to tell me in the comments. Today I want to talk about the Norwegian black metal band Emperor. Are you ready? So let's start. Emperor is a Norwegian black metal band formed in 1991 in Notodden, situated in Vestfordog, Telemark County. From two important musicians called the Ishan, real name Vegas Barrett Python, born 10 October 1975, and Samot, real name Thomas Tormodsetter Haugen, born 9 June 1974. Ishan began playing piano at the age of 6 and guitar at the age of 10. We don't know very much about his family except an interview he did on Kerrang, which we spoke a bit about it, explaining that his father had guitars, but it wasn't in a band. His grandmother was an organ player and piano teacher. He has a brother-in-law and his mother would listen to a lot of Elvis Presley, and later he discovered new bands and bought LPs by Kiss and Twisted Sister. He even had pink and black curtains in his room. Iron Maiden instead were very important for him, and he even went to see them live on the Seventh Song Tour, October 5th, 1988 in Oslo. He grew up in the city of Notodden, which has a population of 12,000 people. He grew up in the countryside of a farm, where there was quite a bit of space to play loud and fast. The farm was situated on the water, and there were mountains on the other side, so he would take the amplifier out onto the veranda and play there and use the natural delay. Not then as Northern Europe's biggest blues festival, which started in 1988. In 89 they started something called the Blues Seminar, where kids from the surrounding areas would get touring from blues musicians and put bands together. That's where he met Samoth and the guys from his band. They needed a guitar player and Samoth was one year older than him, but the other guys in the band were 16. They had mobs and they had already recorded demos, so at 13 years old he had more experienced people to learn from. Thomas Haugen, known as Samoth. About him on Wikipedia we discovered that he was born in Hammerfest and is the son of Spoonful of Blues, bass player Jens Haugen, who encouraged his son to play bass guitar. The chemistry between these two musicians is very strong to form various bands with different names like Dark Device and Xerasia. Xerasia recorded a demo in August 1990 on a tape with this name called Simply Rehearsal 90. Some tracks from it will end on the other band demo, always composed by them, but with a different name, Embryonic. About this last band, we could say that they formed in 1990 and they recorded a demo called The Land of the Lost Souls. This demo was released on November 5, 1990 and recorded at Notorden Lead Studio. The lineup of this demo was Ronnie Johnson, drums, 
Thomas Haugen, guitar, bass, songwriting and lyrics, and Vigar Python, guitar, bass and vocals. After this release, they decided to change the name and using a proper Evil One, like Two Shall Suffer. With this name, they recorded a demo and an EP. The lineup was Ishan, vocals, guitars, bass, Hildjarn, bass, Samoth, bass, guitars, drums, Ronnie Johnson, drums, and Torbjorn Kenauer, drums. First demo was entitled for Track Rialso, released in July 91. After this, they recorded an EP called Open the Mysteries of Your Creation, that contains only two songs, Side A, Painful Void of Time, Side B, Spectral Prophecy. This EP was recorded always in Notodden in April 1991. For black metal fans, it's not hard to remember what tragically happened in April 91. Well, Pelle Dead, the singer of Mayhem at the time, decided to kill himself in Norway. So Tushal Safar dedicated this EP in his memory. I made even two episodes on the last season about Pelle Dead. Have you watched or listened to it? If not, go to Spotify or YouTube, episodes 6 and 7. Next, the demo needed to be a mini LP, but was released as a demo instead. It was recorded on October 1991, always recorded and noted and engineered by Roger Upstrom. The title of this demo was Into the Woods of Belial. After this, they decided to have another proper name for their own band, and they called themselves Emperor. Emperor found a new member, and the complete lineup was Samot, drums, vocals, back vocals, Mortis, bass, lyrics, keyboards, and Nishan, vocals, guitars, and songwriting. Mortis, real name Mavard Delefsen, born July 25, 1975. We discovered about him that he was born in Sheen, Telemark, and began his musical career playing bass for Emperor. He stayed with the band just over one year before going on to create his own solo project. Total, like his previous band, the music would be dark ambient oriented. With this new lineup, they recorded a new demo called The Wrath of the Tyrant, released in July 11, 1992. According to Metal Archives, it was recorded on bad equipment for tracker during 8, 9, and 11 May 1992. It was recorded on cassette. The year 1992 is very important for them. They've always been in contact with the legendary black metal guitarist and fundator of the Chumayan band, Oystein Oshet, known as Uranimus. He founded his label called Deadline Silence Productions and had a shop in Oslo called The Helvet. If you want to know more, check the previous season of Death Blow Podcast, episode 4 and 5, where I dedicated these two episodes to this man. The black metal movement was expanding in Norway and even all around the world, but the news were not very positive totally the opposite. This is what was exactly happening in one of the most peaceful countries in the world, the church burnings, a protest against Christianity and the church seen as an institution and the cause to oppress weak minds, according to them. The situation in Norway started to be almost out of control. Count Grishna called Bart Vickerness was on the headlines in Norway and even abroad to have burnt several churches. Meanwhile, these events were appearing everywhere, they found a new member, called Faust, real name Bord Gudvik Eitun, born in Hedmark on April 21st, 1974. Before being the Emperor drummer, he was in two other bands, Stigma Diabolicum and Thorns. He was a good friend of Euronymous and a future member of the Black Circle as well. 
This guy was not only famous to be an important drummer, but even to have killed a man in Lillehammer, a Norwegian town where there was living his mother. On 21st August 92, he wanted to have a drink in a local, but it was too much full of people, so he changed the idea and he was walking back home. In the meanwhile, he was approached by a drunk man called Magne Andreassen, a gay man. He was asking to board if he had a lighter, but he was smoking already. It was clear that he wanted something. Then he asked to Faust to go into the woods. He accepted because he wanted to kill this man. He was just waiting the right moment. During this long walk, they arrived to Olympia Park. Faust had a knife that always brought with him. Magne was walking behind him and when he turned back, he stabbed in the stomach and then to the neck and to the face, 37 times in total. He didn't feel remorse for that. He was interested to serial killers and murders and he wanted to try what does it feel to be one of them. Many believed that he did because he was homophobic, but it wasn't for that. He was not racist or affected by it. Two days later, him, together with the Count and Uranimus, burned Omenkollen Chapel in Oslo. Varg and Oystein already decided to do it, and they invited him to participate to this arson. He agreed. They had bombs with them, but didn't work, so they came back and entered inside the church. They put the bomb to the altar with gasoline around it, but nothing. They had to set the gasoline on fire with a lighter and burnt even Bibles, papers and books, and that worked. Holman Colin Chapel was in ashes already hours later. In Lords of Chaos book, Bond says that for one year the police didn't suspect of him to be guilty of the murder and the arson. So he continued to play and being active on the black metal scene and with Emperor, he recorded an EP in December 1992 and released in May 1993. The lineup for this EP was Ishan, vocals, guitars, keyboards, Samoth, guitars, Mortis, bass lyrics and Faust on drums. They recorded this at Studio S and released by Candlelight Records. The song of today is from this EP and it's called I Am The Black Wizards. So let's analyze these lyrics of this song. Mightiest am I, but I am not alone in this cosmos of mine, for the black hills consist of black souls. Here makes me think that he's not alone, but he has fellows to help him or the nature in his entire existence. Black Hills makes me think to the Norwegian territory, full of mountains and beautiful landscapes. Souls that have already died 1000 deaths, behind the stone walls of centuries they breathe their black heart, boiling their spells in cauldrons of black gold. Here Emperor described the concept of reincarnation, 1000 deaths like a soul that never dies, but can live multiple lives. For black art makes me think to rituals, healing rituals or even making spells. Far up in the mountains, where the rain fall not far, yet the sun cannot reach. Here could be referred to multiple things with the phrase yet the sun cannot reach. One, in the mountains there are places where the sun cannot reach, like caves, etc. Second, the sun as a representation of light 
the light as something pure that enlights everything. For them, living in the darkness is the solution. The wizards, my servants, summon the souls of macrocosm. No age will escape my wrath. With the phrase sum of the souls of macrocosm, they talk about the connection between this world and the beyond, something that man alone can't control. I travel through time and I return to the future. I gather wisdom now lost. I visit again the eternally ancient caves before a mighty emperor thereupon came. With I return to the future makes me think to talk with a clairvoyant and see the future, but with a phrase I gather wisdom now lost, something has been destroyed and this could be even referred to the mind or the land that has been conquered already. Watching the mortals discovering my chronicles guarded by the old demons, even unknown to me, once destroyed their souls are being summoned. Here makes me think to ancient books that contain instructions for rituals and how to evoke demons or other types of entities. To my timeless prisons of hate, it is delightful to feast upon the screaming souls that were destroyed in my future. Here seems they already know their future, with the phrase that were destroyed in my future, the passage is clear. There is even a cathartic expression with it is delightful to feast upon the screaming souls. For them is liberating, singing about torturing souls, it's a way to free your mind. How many wizards that serve with me with evil, I know not. My empire has no limits, from the never-ending mountains black to the bottomless lakes. Here clearly describes that they don't know how many wizards are you to use evilness. Here with my empire has no limits makes me think to Satan that works in the shadows everywhere. I am the ruler and has been for eternities long. I am them. From the never-ending mountains black to the bottomless lakes. Here the passage is clear, it's Satan that talks through their souls. I am the ruler and has been for eternities long. My wizards are many, but their essence is mine. Here the wizards serve Satan, the Dark Lord, and they work with energies for him. Forever they are in the hills, in their stone homes of grief, because I am the spirit of their existence. I am them, I am them, I am them. Here clearly describes the Satan as servants and these wizards are working for him. Energies can multiply and can transform things. Let's analyze now the arrangement of this song. Good the intro with these dissonant waves and the trash metal drum style. The main wave reminds me certain Burzum songs and Darktron as well. The voice of Ishan is very enchanting with this heavy scream. But the point of strength of this song is even the keyboard in the background, creating a symphonic atmosphere, a technique that Demo Borgit will use years later. The change of tempo of drums at half of the song is something that reminds me even to American death metal bands like Death. The guitar sound reminds me of Burzum, that's a Mangambar album, especially the dissonance until the end is lower than the starts and creates the perfect feeling for the song. A good track. 
Many could say that the bass is not present, but the setting for black metal is to almost delete the bass sound, but is the type of recording they use more highs than lows to create that lo-fi sound that distinguishes every black metal record from death metal sound. And even this time, let's end this episode right here. Subscribe to YouTube channel, listen to Spotify as well, Instagram and Facebook for who want to write me an email, deathblowpodcast at gmail.com if you don't have social media. But for now, see you soon guys!